Hi, everybody. I'm Jen Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing, and I'm excited to be here today. Today, I'm going to talk about the stories that we tell, the narratives we believe, and how that plays out in our pain, and so why it is so important. But before I do that, I want to just talk about a couple random things. One is I need your help. I am not good with social media and technology. And yet I am on all podcast platforms. I am on YouTube. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, but I don't understand how this stuff all works. But I do know that in order for podcasts to get out there and for people to be aware of them, you have to get reviews and comments. So if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you can just make a comment or a review, um, that apparently helps a lot. I have I think only once or twice even mentioned that I'm on podcast platforms. So if that is more easily accessible for you than YouTube, then use that one. If you're on YouTube, if you can just like the videos that do help you and subscribe, that um, gets it out there. I really do care about people hearing about this neuroscience of pain and why they can heal combined with God's love and scripture. And so for me, I think that is just pure power um, and just amazing. So Thanks for your help in that. Thanks for the people who have emailed me lately encouraging me with um, just your, your, your thanks, I guess, for the work that I'm doing. It is a labor of love, and so I just appreciate that a lot. It goes a long ways with me. So let's see. And the other thing is Jim Prusak, the pain PT, is going to be a guest coming up soon. So if you have any questions about working out or athletic injuries or sports injuries or anything along those lines, even general questions about pain, he is a fantastic resource and it's always fun to have questions. So email me questions, thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com. For now, if you can just send me them directly through my email address and not through my website, that would be great. Because like I mentioned, technology, social media, that type of stuff, not my best friend. Something's wrong with my email through my website and I'm getting things bounced back. If you have emailed me and you haven't gotten a response, check your spam. I'm also hearing that even though people are emailing me first, it's going into their junk mail. So check that. Let's see. That's about it before. I think that's all I wanted to say before I got started. So I want to talk about stories, why they're important when it comes to chronic pain. And as timing would have it, I have a story that aligns well with this analogy. So I'm going to start this story podcast with a story. So last night, my roommate comes down and she says, hmm, there's water in the basement. So I go down to the laundry room and sure enough, there's water in the basement. And that's very discouraging. <laughs> so I start looking around and I, I find eventually that behind the washer and dryer, there is discoloration on the wall. I'll let you guess what that is. And there is water on the floor. And so I immediately create this story in my head. The plumbing is broken inside the wall. Um, it's going to cost me $10,000. I immediately start calculating the things that I have been saving up for that I'm not going to buy. And I plan on like, well, what plumber am I going to call? That one is really expensive. Is there another one I can call? Who's going to be the, the handyman? I don't know anybody that is drywall. You know, I'm just like immediately creating this, this um, story, this narrative around what has happened. And I haven't even really looked yet. So luckily I stopped myself pretty quickly and 
called my dad because that's what you do. And my dad was kind enough to help me to through on the phone to to know where to look and how to figure out what was actually happening. And it was then that I was able to create the true story of what had happened. And then I was able to get, and he sent me this too, a full accurate list of the tools that I would need to fix the plumbing problem in the wall. And note that my tool set completely changed when I had accurately diagnosed what was what was wrong, what was causing all the water on the floor. So the story that I told myself, the story I believed, really mattered for me to be able to actually solve the issue. And so now I have some of my tools. My dad sent me a list. So I went out to the garage and I got them. There's going to be a lot more. This morning I went to, to Lowe's and I bought the piece that I needed and I was able to fix the leak. So I don't have a leak, but now I just have to rip out that wall and put some new drywall in. All because I was able to assess it correctly because I had the truth. Now, most of the time when I'm talking about truth, I'm talking about Jesus, I'm talking about God. But in this case, I am simply talking about accuracy and honesty and, and realness, if you will, um, the correct details. So here's my question to you, bringing this back to pain is, and, and actually pay attention to your subconscious and your conscious answer to this. What caused your symptoms? What's the cause of your symptoms? maybe pause it, think about it. If your answer includes anything like I picked something up wrong or I had a surgery and I never healed or I have a bulged disc or um, just something along or I don't know, there's something wrong with me internally, I haven't been able to figure it out. If you're still on that path, this is a good one. This is a good video for you to watch. So paying attention to your answer that if it includes something that is structural, then you've created a story that if your pain is chronic, if you have chronic pain, you probably have neuroplastic or mind body neural pathway, neural circuit pathway pain. And that means that that story is going to lead you to tools such as going to the doctors and therapists and um, physical therapy and supplements and surgeries and all these things, which is not going to, there's not the right tool set. It's not going to help the flooding on the floor of your basement because you don't have the right tools. And so we want to actually get an accurate answer. And that's an important part of this story. So as I was doing this, preparing for talking about the stories that we believe, I came across something called the blame frame, which is a set of questions that most people use to answer problems in their lives. And it, it leads you straight to, I can't victim mode, kind of stuck, stuck. There's nothing you can do. And so I want to read to you a, a few of these um, questions that they have. I'm going to read it from my computer from the World Wide Web that's sitting right here. So the questions are things like this. Um, that's the second set. What is wrong with me? Why am I having this problem? Whose fault is it that I have this problem? What does this problem stop me from doing? How does this prom problem limit me? And what is the problem stopping me from doing? So this was written for like executives who are dealing with problems in the workplace, but it's accurate and, and usable in our case too. If we ask those kind of questions, it really 
ends up with our answers being things like, I can't do this anymore, and it's limited me in this area, and I have to avoid these things, and I can't lean over, and I can't wear these shoes, and I can't eat these foods, and I can't be around this type of thing, and I have to have all these accommodations type of thing, which puts us with no tools, actually. There's, there's no way out except for to maybe go to the doctor again. It's very discouraging. It's disheartening. If that's where you are, I've been there. Everybody who is watching this show has been here. So there is 100% no shame. I hope this is enlightening to some of you that this is not the answer. Um, and then there, so the second set of questions is the outcome frame. So we're looking for what what do we want? We have this they have this issue, this problem, which is a symptom of some sort. And so now asking, your, asking yourself, well, what do, I, what do I actually want? So the questions are things like, um, what do I want? How would I be able to get it? When and where do I want it? How will I know that I have it? What are some resources that I have? What am I going to begin doing now to get what I want? But there's a piece missing in here, right? Because we've got, we've got the false negative story over here of what has caused your pain and then we've got this outcome frame but but we we still don't have the true we don't have the true frame the true story the true narrative which we care about when it comes to pain because you're going to use again the wrong tool set so they don't have this type of questionnaire when it comes to this blame frame versus the outcome frame but i wrote one that i that i think is that I think will be helpful to you. So these are the types of questions that can help lead you to the correct story of what caused your pain. What At the time of the onset of your symptoms, what was my brain or mind carrying, either from that moment or from childhood? What was happening in my life or what had happened in my life? What emotion was I juggling? What emotions was I not dealing with? And this is one that I think is helpful too. If you were watching yourself as a character in the movie and they were dealing with all the things you had or have, what kind of emotions would you see them carrying? And, and did, did you work through those emotions or not? Also, what kind of personality traits were present in your life, like people pleasing or um, guilting yourself often or peop, um, uh, being a perfectionist? Those types of personality traits, were they present at the time of of onset of those symptoms that those types of questions are going to lead you to the true story so that your answer to my question what caused your pain is something along the lines of oh my my brain and my thoughts and my emotions were really struggling or suppressing these things because these things were happening around me or to me or even I was part of them that can be what leads you to the true story and therefore you can go to that that outcome frame and use those to identify well then what tools do I have so a few of the answers that I came up with that I'm just going to share with you so that it leads you in a direction so what do I want well I wanted to be healthy I wanted to be able to work out again I wanted to be able to dance again I wanted to be able to build um, furniture with tools again and, and go places and sit on hard seats with my friends and eat dinner and eat dairy and fruit and I wanted to be able to do all the things so that was my answer note that my answer was not I want to be out of pain that that's not helpful don't have your goal be to be out of pain have your goal be to be living life in some way that you want so how will I become healthy my answers I did these in two minutes 
So they're not super deep, but um, how will I become healthy? I'll reduce people pleasing. I will let go of self pressure. I'll remember that I am in God's hands. I will look for delight in my life. And then the question, where do I want health? Well, I want it in my family relationships. I want it at work. I want it at um, thought by thought healing. Where do I want it? Or, or no, when do I want it? I want it when I am feeling rejected. I want it when I'm feeling like a failure. And then what resources do I have? Well, I have a ton of resources. When, when you start to get into this, you know there's things like somatic tracking. There's things like solving it out or, or journaling, whatever you want to call it. Um, there is somatic redemption. There is, um, there's many different tools that you can use. Talking to your pain with kindness. There's personality work. There's all sorts of tools. So picking some tools. What are you going to start using for a while? Um, and we also have truth on our side. We have we have scripture that we can look to. We have our identity in Christ that is huge. Your identity in, or my identity in Christ, when I am dealing with rejection and or emotional rejection and or failure, those tools of, of uh, my identity in Christ are incredibly powerful. Um, so that's the kind of the tools instead of a stud finder, you're going to be looking for tools that actually address the true story of your pain. So that was the first question. What's the story behind your pain? How did it start? So looking at that and the reason, I want to make sure that I, I clarified this, the reason that matters is because not only because of the tools, but because if your brain thinks that your body is broken and there's something wrong with you that is not fixed, then it's going to feel in danger. And we know now that pain is an emotion. Pain comes on when we feel emotionally or physically in danger. Most of the time, it is emotional danger because Western medicine has looked over that. So um, that's why it's important that you believe the true story of your pain so that your brain knows that you're actually safe and it is okay. The other thing you have to ask yourself is, have you created a narrative or a story around people or places in your life that make you and your nervous system think that you are in danger around them? Have you created a monster out of somebody that is not? So how you want to do this is pay attention to how your body feels when you are around people that you're around often. Also places, maybe your workplace or home. And this can be hard when we're in chronic pain, but just start to pay attention to it. How do you feel around that person that you see every day? Now, did you create a narrative about them that is maybe mono perspective? It is single perspective. It is maybe one brushstroke instead of the whole painting of who they are. If you created something out of them that is not accurate, it's not true, it's not full, it's not the full picture. And so they have become to you dangerous, emotionally dangerous. Now, there are a lot of pieces to this, and so half of you watching are going to be like, but, 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 and you're right. You are right. Boundaries have a huge part of chronic pain. If you are not establishing boundaries with people, you are going to have pain. And if you have people in your life that are actually dangerous and not good to you, um, that's, that's a struggle. You can work with your brain on that, um, uh, but most of the time we need to create boundaries and some people have to leave. But I'm not talking about that right now. What I am talking about now is the people in your life that we've created a story around. I had this happen to me when I was healing. 
Um, somebody that I am around consistently told me straight up, I think you have created a narrative about me and you don't want to let it go. Oof. She was right. She was absolutely right. Now, she and whoever you've created a story around is a human and so there's going to be weaknesses. So the question is not painting them into an angel because they're not, but are you seeing them as a daughter or a son of Christ? And are you seeing the full picture? Are you seeing their strengths and their weaknesses? Are you reasoning with your brain so that you have a correct story that you believe about people in your life? And that is also true about um, workplaces and, and things, events that we are part of on a regular basis. Has your brain created them into a dangerous place for some reason? And so your nervous system is dysregulated around that scenario. So those are the two things I would suggest just taking a hot minute to look at. What's the story you're telling yourself about the pain? And what's the story you're telling yourself about things that are happening around you and people that you are with? Hope that is helpful for you guys, gives you some food for thought. Um, I think that's all I have for today. If you have any questions, definitely shoot me an email. And if you have any questions for Jim Prusak, definitely shoot me an email. I'd love to have a list for him. And I will see you guys next week. I think I'll be airing an interview that I was on somebody else's podcast. So there won't be, I think next week there won't be video, um, but I'm not quite sure yet. All right, everybody. Thank you. I hope you have a great week and um, I hope that you are enjoying getting to understand and know yourself better. All right. Thanks. Bye.